Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? I just can't that picture in Stephen Gerrard walking <laughs> out of the Etihad, you know, wearing that Liverpool jersey underneath the suit, a bit like Superman Clark Kent. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Well, here we are at the Etihad Stadium. It's full time. City have beaten Aston Villa after coming from behind to win 3-2 in the final Premier League day of the season. It's given them enough points to win the title against Liverpool. It did all they could down at Anfield to win that match. Three goals to one against Wolves. City take the title by one point. But, Brian, I suppose you've got to give credit to Liverpool as well. They looked dead and buried back in January, but they really did put on a brilliant fight in the second half of the season to give them a chance on the final day. Yes, indeed. I mean, it's been a great, a great season. Um, as you said, it looked like City had it won when they were 14 points ahead. Be it the Liverpool at two matches in hand, they still had a lot to do. They had. It's hard to stay with City because they're so relentless. They lose so few games. They get four over the season this season. Um, but Liverpool sustained their effort right to the last. We're quite good enough. In fairness to City, they did what they had to do today. Made hard work of it, I suppose, to give a lot of their fans nervous, nervous moments. Two nothing down, but they just had that quality and that re- relentlessness about their play and their attack and play, and and they stick with their game plan. They stick with that uh, style of passing, quick passing. A lot of good dribbling today as well. Getting to the end line, cutbacks, and brilliant goals to win the game. And. Uh, they just had too much for Villa in the end. But overall, over the season, whoever gets the most points deserves to win the league. Whether you win it in goal difference, you win it by a point, or you win it by 20 points. City have won it today. They've won it by just the one, and they're deserving winners. Liverpool ran them close. The unfortunate thing is that no one else is close to them at the moment. Chelsea were some pe- a lot of people's favourites to win the league this year. They didn't run them close. Manchester United were nowhere near them. Arsenal, Spurs, all the rest of them. So they're just so far ahead of the rest, these two teams. I think Chelsea could make up the ground next year, but for now we should celebrate the brilliance of this Manchester City team and the excellence of the Liverpool team that ran them so close. I'll just say one more thing on Liverpool as well, is that they've basically played every single possible game that it is possible to play in the league season. They play every single Premier League game and every single Cup game because they get to the three finals. It's so hard to do that in this day and age, and especially when you're trying to win the title from a team like Manchester City. Yeah, but they, both of both clubs manage their, their squads very, very well. Indeed. I always look at City's team towards the end of the season. You'll see that novel, very few players play over 20 games in 28-game season. Look at the Aston Villa today, team today. About seven or eight of their starters have played uh, 24, 25 games this season. And Villa wouldn't have done too well in the Cups either. But Manchester City and, and Liverpool both use their squads well. They take some risks at times in, in rotating the squads. But they, Liverpool proved this year that they've got a squad to match Manchester City's. Manchester City's squad was found out a couple of times. You saw that last week when they were at West Ham when they drew. But the defence looked a bit weak. They looked weak on the right-hand side. Defence, Fernandino today in the first half didn't so good. Well, they don't trust Ake, a £40 million player. So, you know, maybe their squad isn't as deep as, as we've always thought, but I'm, you know, they signed Haaland, I'm sure they'll sign more players this year. Liverpool have made some very, very good signings, they're all
also pulling players through the academy, the likes of Porter Jones, Harvey Elliott, brilliant during the week. And um, you know, Manchester City have those players as well, but they've not brought as many through as Liverpool have. They've not played as many. I mean, we look at Foden, he's such an exceptional player, a brilliant player. But both of them we expect to strengthen again this year. But they've used their squads well, and you know, City have... Uh, they, 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 they've lasted the pace they've just about got there in the end but you look at the points total again 93 points is it it's, yeah. just, it's a magnificent point it's, 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 we're, we're now the real centre forward yeah. well just on uh, the player situation as well with City like outside of Kevin De Bruyne it's hard to pick out like one key player maybe for them because they've all really contributed in different ways Alexander Zinchenko came in late in the season he's made a great contribution over the last number of weeks Cancelo has been outstanding um, I'm looking at the back Emmerich Laporte he overcame some problems last season to put in a really good season uh, John Stones yeah, Ruben Diaz, Diaz made Diaz their contributions has been an important player I think the other one who's exceptionally important is Edison, Edison both for yeah. his distribution and his, and his saves didn't have too many to make saves to make today and he was beaten for two goals but his distribution and starting play from the back no matter what way teams set up against him he'd pick out players in advanced positions near him is easier but what, further up the pitch he can ping the ball into into the front man I think De Bruyne is a key key man I yeah. think he had he's a brilliant player of the year in the, in the league this year the soccer writers I think went for Salah two brilliant player. Who would you went for? Um, I think I, I, I think I might have went for Salah, but you know, I don't have a vote in it. I think uh, Salah for his consistency, the number of goals he scored, um, the fact that he's always fit, he plays every game, he's not one that gets rotated, though he was left out today, funnily enough. But I admire De Bruyne so much, because he's playing in that central area in the pitch. He, um, oh, they're two two brilliant he's, players he's also the but, top scorer for City as well this yeah, season but I think he's the, uh, you said you know is he, is he the key key man I, I think he is yeah. uh, but there's so like Phil Foden has been extraordinarily good this year as well Rodri has developed into a, a brilliant player. brilliant player brilliant holding player and he scored five goals as well this season he's taken over from that Fernandino role we saw Fernandino on the pitch playing the back today wondered would Rodri develop didn't look mobile enough in the air early stages when he got into the team initially when he came Atletico but now he looks a, a, a class act so they, they have a great squad of players they're not seeing the best of Grealish yet now they've added Haaland but uh, you know before we talk about next year I think we should just accept the joy of this year the brilliant matches that we saw and particularly between Manchester City and Liverpool those two all draws the two two all draws were brilliant games beautiful beautiful football as it should be played risk football courageous football not leaving themselves leaving themselves open at the back to chase goals great stuff uh, technically yeah. brilliant teams with massive levels of fitness and uh, quality and individual skill it's been a great season from that point of view and the game's kind of you know let's say revolutionised but the two managers Klopp and Guardiola who have changed the game like we were looking at City there at one point their formation was 2-3-4-1 
it was yeah. just ah, no, the, the game has been revolutionised by the rules I think in terms of you know the goalkeeper no pass backs the goalkeeper you can't pick it up and kick it anymore the offside rule in favour of attackers VAR deciding on things on, on, on around, the, around the goal but um, I, I think the managers are, are brilliant managers they extract the maximum from their players shapes and, and, and so on I think City uh, their style of play is beautiful and at times it can be boring watching them against teams that are not able to survive against it because they retain possession so well they work so hard that pressing game is incredible Liverpool the intensity they play with the energy they play with attacking full backs both teams have that uh, I think City's team is probably a smaller team yeah. don't have huge players yet they're very effective at set pieces Liverpool stronger team Van Dijk, they don't mind playing two at the back with Van Dijk and Matab or, or, or Van Dijk and Kanate now, two full backs in advanced positions. Uh, it's great football, you know, and they've set a standard for the others to try and match. Chelsea showed how to do it last year by winning the Champions League, but they've a bit to do to get back to the level of these teams as regards the Premier League. Guardiola, you know, everybody says he's a great manager, he's done brilliant things in the game. But he hasn't won the Champions League yet at Manchester City, and again they had a disappointing exit. Will this put the shine on the season for him, even though that's the big trophy that he wants at Man City? Ah, this... oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You look at the supporters today, they're not saying, oh, we lost the Champions League, we didn't win it this year. But on the night they were beaten by Real Madrid, they, they would have felt they would have felt it very deeply that they lost that game. Um, yeah, I, I think for the owners and the money they pump into it, they, um, from um, the Middle East, yeah. they didn't do it. They, 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 they're, they're kind of a world club now. They've clubs dotted around the world where they're, they're they're in partnerships with. They want a bit of world domination. Manchester City. Part of world domination is you need to win the Champions League, which is the biggest and best competition in world football, and it's the hardest one to win. And Guardiola mentioned that when you get away with winning six round, six, you know, four, uh, the six group games and, and a few knockout games to win it. But it's not about that compared to the league. It's the quality of the opposition when you get to those knockout games. They haven't been quite able to get over the line. They were brilliant at times in the Champions League this year. They met a team who have just something extraordinary that, that were able to do them. And, uh, you know, they, they buckled in those few minutes when they conceded the goals against Real Madrid. They, were, they buckled defensively. And can they learn from that and go on and do it next year? He said, well, we will try again. But this is a great day for them. This is, is this yeah. a great day for them for the style they've done it in the, over the whole season, right through the season, playing great football, scoring magnificent goals, looking beautiful. There's no cynicism in the way they play. Yeah, the people might be out foul in the middle of the field when they have to. But in general, they dominate games, 70, 80% possession of all match. And you, you, you can only admire them. And, not talk about not winning the Champions League today. I think that's, I think that's been dealt with, and yeah. they go on and start again next season, Stephen. We should get big praise well before we go. Fernandinho, the man that came in from Shakhtar Donetsk, not nine much transfer nine years ago. Yeah, not a lot of people knew much about him, but he's turned out to be a bit of a legend at the club. Well, he's been the consistent one, and the one kind of when all the fancy stuff is going on, you know, and the ticky-tacky and all that, he's been the one in the middle sorting fellas out for years and making sure there's a uh, protection for the centre-backs to let the full-backs off and let all those tacking players do their stuff. He's been a wonderful player for them, very, very good, very good passer. He, he, 
I can remember when he, he kind of started off in the team with Fernando and Fernandino, and there wasn't much between them. Brendan was slightly taller, right? But I used to spend a bit of time walking them out. Eventually, Fernando went off. Fernandino was still here and has played his part. Didn't play so often this year. I think he played about eight or nine league games, and he's decided he wants to go back. But he's also not ruled out coming back here in some role. He must have some special qualities that they decided that he was to be the captain this year. So it's a great finish for him. Not a great finish the way he played today, but a great finish for him to be part of it on the day they've won the league. So here we hear them singing in the background, we're the champions. They're doing it all, and they'll be singing for a long time tonight and celebrating. Too. Yeah, it's a great day for the boy. And just to finish, look, next year, next season they go in with Erling Haaland, as we mentioned already, probably arguably the best number nine in the world. Kylian Mbappe, maybe a slightly different style of player, but it's hard not to see them getting the three in a row. But then again, City will have a lot of players going to the World Cup in December. Liverpool don't have as many going down to Qatar for that World Cup. Are we looking at another two horse race between those two clubs? Well, as I said, a lot of people thought Chelsea would be in the running this, this, this year after what Tuchel came, did when he came in after Lampard last year to win the Champions League. And uh, they weren't able to do it. You know, they, had, they were in the turmoil eventually. It's only 10 weeks ago, I think, since Abramovich was uh, put on the very bold boy's step. But still, they, weren't, they hadn't done that well up until then. The Lukaku one didn't work out that well for them. But you would expect, you know, it might be more difficult for Chelsea next year. You see Arsenal or Spurs stepping up to that level, probably not. Manchester United, it's hard to see Ten Hag having that impact so quick. So I think it'll be probably those two again. But look, who knows next year? The picture might be different in August when it all gets going again. Everyone has sorted out their squads and... Whatever happens, happens. But the addition of Haaland gives them another exceptional player and still quite a young team. It's not like an ageing aging team at the moment at all. So I'd like to expect that City will probably be favourites for next season once again. Uh, Brian, I think we better go and try and catch our flight that's going to be taken off not too long before this stadium starts to take off because the Premier League trophy is on its way out. It's been a brilliant season as ever with Premier League coverage on Off The Ball. Thanks to Sky Sports. Stephen Doyle here with Brian Kerr signing off for the end of the season. It's finished Manchester City 3, Aston Villa 2. City are the champions once again. Do join us next season. We'll be back for more full live exclusive commentaries on Off The Ball and News Talk.